Hi there. Welcome to the Raven's Call. I'm Eric Word Weaver Shervin, Gothi of the Ridgar Folk here in East Texas, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. This is a show where I ramble on about different heathen-related subjects, just kind of whatever strikes my fancy, sets my mind on fire at the time. Big UPG warning at the beginning of this episode, like every episode. Uh, this is just my view and how I see the world and how I see heathenry, and uh, it seems to resonate with a number of folks, so I continue to share it out, and people seem to enjoy it, for the most part. I think I've got like a 99% approval rating on YouTube at the moment. Thumbs up versus thumbs down. I've got a few. Uh, we're rapidly approaching 10,000 views on the Heathenry 101 video. Really wish I had done that one later and had my uh, my more updated filming uh, setup for it because uh, it's really a shoddy, shoddy quality video, but it's well received. It's only got four thumbs down out of like 10,000 views almost. We're at like 9,800 something. So I'm really going to be kind of excited when that one ticks over 10,000 just because I will have had a video reach 10,000 views. It's kind of neat. So anyway, <laughs> all my contact information is down below. You guys know where all that is. So feel free to jump in. Uh, join the Facebook group community. That's where I get a lot of my recommendations for episodes. Uh, also from the comments out of YouTube and from email. Uh, I get a lot of them from email because people are more comfortable writing in that way because it's one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, definitely check those and I try to get back to things as quickly as I can. And uh, that's actually where today's episode comes from, is another uh, viewer request. I get, I'm trying to catch up on these, so I'm trying to keep up. So here we go. If I haven't gotten to yours, forgive me. I have a whole list of them, and sometimes they get jumbled around in weird orders. So uh, it's perfectly fine to remind me if you've re requested a video, and for some reason I haven't done it yet or haven't touched on it in another video, uh, feel free to remind me, nudge me, and say, hey, just so you know, I'd still like to see one on this if you've got the time, and I will work it into the schedule. So, onwards and upwards. Today's episode is an interesting one. This was a viewer write-in, and it's one that I haven't really thought about doing a video on before, but it's a, an excellent subject to cover because it's very real, especially in the modern day. And uh, this particular viewer wished to remain anonymous, so I'm going to leave it that way. Uh, but they did request... Uh, to discuss what happens and how to deal with when tribe or a kindred breaks down. Now, a lot of people will use the terminology kindred when they're referring to their group, their organization. I'm very tribal focused in the way that I do things, so I'm going to refer to it as tribe, simply because that's just how I view the world, and to me, a person's kindred is their tribe. And uh, it, there's some differences in structure and everything like that. Kindred actually comes out of the more neo-pagan, Wiccan-inspired uh, coven model, uh, whereas the tribe is more, you know, it's tribal-based. Um, a lot of tribe basis is built around warband structure, uh, but it's grown, and as people grow in their understanding of the cultures involved, uh, and the modernization of heathenry in the current era. Uh, tribe is beginning to grow into its own thing, and I'm really excited to see where these things go because that's that it, it's a beautiful thing when you get to see it in motion. It really is. So, how to deal with when tribe or kindred breaks down? I'm just going to roll with the tribe terminology, so bear with me. This is a difficult thing. I keep glancing down at the iPad. Not that I really need to at the moment. We're going to set that down real quick. But 
It is a difficult subject to touch on because it is fraught with emotion and there's a lot of things that go into when tribe breaks down. Now, this doesn't just cover tribe breaking down, it also covers the idea of a member leaving or the loss of a member for any particular reason. Um, and there's a, there's a number of different ways that this happens. One, people just for time and distance grow apart and interests differ. Uh, some people leave heathenry altogether, some people move away, uh, and these kind of elements lead to a breakdown of the tribe that is painful, but still you can deal with it. It's another thing entirely when the second form of breakdown occurs, and that's when there's a breaking of frith and the tribe is shattered from the inside. Uh, that's a very, very difficult thing to deal with, and it's, it's fraught with emotions, it's fraught with complex elements that go into it. So I won't be able to cover everything, but I'm going to try and give a kind of a broad spectrum on this. Now in instances with tribe breaking down because of just simple distance, time, things like that, there's not a lot that you can really do to prevent that other than trying to uh, keep the grass from growing too tall, from trying to maintain those connections and paying attention to your people and trying to forge those connections and keeping them strong. In the modern era, it's easier for us to do with technology because we can reach out and we can text, we can FaceTime, we can do uh, Facebook groups, we can do all kinds of things that help to maintain that communication. But nothing replaces face-to-face -face and tribe time, as I refer to it. A lot of the things that I do with my tribe is we'll try to do routine tribe time, uh, where we get the tribe together and if you've followed anything in the uh, the cutting room floor elements of things I do a lot of D&D &D. and so one of the ways that I'm trying to work in quality tribe time is uh, all of my tribe is involved in my Dungeons and Dragons game and that serves as an excellent way for us to get together to have interactions and then we can talk heathen stuff and everything on the outside of that plus I try to keep up on my festivals and everything like that but it hasn't always worked out well I mean at one point in time I did see a major rift in my tribe um, I had a um, um, family leave the tribe back in the day uh, that was just moving on to other things and this was a, a family where the husband was into heathenry but the rest of the family wasn't and so there was some strife there in dealing with things and then there was <coughs> another member of the tribe that had left at the time we had a change in leadership because um, our chieftain at the time left in order to go pursue a different avenue of heathenry and uh, but that was amicable. Everything was positive there and we handled it <coughs> as well as we could given the situation. Uh, it's always dodgy when you're dealing with a change in leadership and it, it, as a tribe exists for an extended period of time and you have a chance to establish culture and thu, uh, you begin to build up a pattern on how we handle transitions in leadership and it becomes less rocky, but especially that first time, it's very, very rocky. And it's not unusual when you have a change of leadership to lose some people, and that's kind of what happened with us. But it knocked us down significantly in our numbers, and we had to start from scratch and rebuild. And uh, it's gone very well. I've got excellent people around me right now that just make the most fantastic tribe. I'm so so over the moon about the people that I have in my tribe and the people that we're bringing in and I'm super proud of them and uh, I try to give them a shout out every time I can because Ridgar is an amazing tribe, love them. Um, 
it, it was rough go there for just a little bit. Um, and it emotionally was a lot for me to deal with as far as the transition and the loss of members. And it's very real that you go through kind of this mourning phase whenever something breaks down. Now this was not like a sundering a frith kind of thing. Um, this was a, this was, this was one of the more natural breakdowns. And that's the kind of thing that's a little easier to bounce back from. The Sundering of Frith is a, a different thing entirely. Uh, when you've got an individual that breaks Frith with the tribe and splinters off for any particular reason, there's usually bad blood. Usually there's toxicity that has led up to this. And there's been some poisoning of the well, uh, some negative toxic in interactions and behavior patterns that have built up over time, both from the individual that has broken Frith and left and from the other individuals that have tried to preserve the tribe as it went along. And there's a lot of bounce back from that. There's a lot to deal with because you have to stop and look at your own actions, your own interactions and the whole thing and figure out where your own toxic behaviors might be and what you need to fix going forward. If I was to give any recommendation when it comes to rebuilding after a breakdown of tribe or a you know massive loss of tribe or an exodus of any kind would be to slow down. Absolutely slow down. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they have a breakdown in tribe is they immediately feel like they need to turn around and recreate. They immediately need to bolster those numbers. They immediately need to bring more people in. And that is the worst thing that you can do. Because if you have, it's kind of like um, the, the philosophy of uh, getting a new pet right after, like the day that a pet dies, you go out and get a new one to replace them. It doesn't work doesn't work out. I mean, with children, sometimes it can ease the, the burden, but when you're dealing with some complex emotions, you have to take time to mourn. You have to take time to find your feet again and then rebuild. You cannot jump straight back into it or you won't have fixed any of the issues that led to the breakdown in the first place because it's never just one-sided. There's always a little bit on both sides. There's always a little bit of something that you need to go back and look at and be like, all right, look, this guy may have not, may not have been good for the tribe, but we got into some patterns because of this that we need to get out of in order to get that toxicity out of the well. Because it will happen. Bad relations, uh, breakdowns and frith can lead to poisoning the well. You end up with that toxic energy going into uh, your web of weird and into your well. And it takes some time to dilute that. You need to do some refocusing. Focus on hearth. Focus on uh, the existing Inengard. You know, rebuild from there. Strengthen. Make sure that you're in a good, strong place. And then, after some time, when you don't have as many bad feelings about it, you can start to rebuild. The issue in people jumping forward before they're ready frequently results in mistrust. It, it deals with, you know, you have had one of the basis of obligation, the basis of obligation, which is the founding block of Frith. When obligation is not met, it damages trust. And when trust is betrayed, 
that takes time to heal from. That takes time to rebuild, and it's never rebuilt exactly the same way uh, afterwards as it was before. Trust is like breaking a bone. You can break a bone and then heal it back, but it's never quite the same in the same place. You're at risk of re-breaking, especially if you don't take the time to heal appropriately. And that is a big thing when it comes to breakdown and tribe, is taking the time to not transfer the emotions that you have tied to that toxic relationship to a new relationship. Because if you rush it and you haven't gotten through the feelings of mistrust, the feelings of hurt, the feelings of betrayal, you will transfer those. And that is a known psychological thing we refer to as transference. Well, it's not, it's projection. Transference is a completely different thing. Don't go with that. It's projection. You are projecting your issues with that particular issue, that particular relationship, onto a new relationship. And that's not healthy. That's not going to build new frith. You have to take the time to heal yourself before you move on and try to build something else. Because if you've got a damaged foundation and you try to build a new structure on top of that damaged foundation before you fix the foundation, uh, it will topple. It won't hold up over time. You have to take the time to heal. You have to take the time to get to know yourself and those tribe members that remain. You need to figure out what values you have, what, what is important to you, and what you need to look out for going forward. It's an excellent learning opportunity to figure out how to better guard your Inengarth. It's a traumatic thing because you've allowed someone into your Inengarth, you've allowed someone into your inner circle, and they have damaged that trust, they have damaged that relationship, and that, that is a trauma in and of itself. It is difficult to process and progress through, but it is possible, it's very possible. It just takes time, it takes effort, and you have to do the work. You can't just sit there and say, all right, well, I'm just gonna take a year off, not do anything, and then come back into it. Yes, you've given yourself some time, but if you haven't actually done anything in that period of time, you're not really going to progress. You're not gonna grow, you're not gonna mature. Action is better than inaction. Uh, deeds carry weight. It is not simply passivity. Uh, heathenry is not a passive religion. That's not how it goes on about. Heathenry is very active. Uh, the idea behind heathenry, the, uh, everything that is the cornerstone of kind of the heathen worldview, is that you, action is better than inaction. You need to do something. You've got to take the time to re-examine self. You've got to take the time to do some deep soul searching, some diving, and figure out what matters to you, what is important. Now, it's not to say that you should stop everything. Absolutely not, because stopping everything in the actions of the tribe will lead to entropy setting in on the tribe, and the tribe will begin to fall apart. You won't bounce back from it. You've got to keep going. You've got to keep doing, but slow growth slow growth. Don't don't jump right back into bringing new people. Don't feel like you have to replace this person that has left. Don't feel like you need to rush out and immediately replace your tribe. If it's an instance where an entire tribe falls apart, which I have seen numerous times uh, in my years with different tribes that I've interacted with, uh, don't feel like you immediately have to go out and find a new tribe. Stop. Step back. Slow down. Find your heathenry at home. Heathenry starts at home. Hearth is where the heart is. So take your time to work on hearth call. Take your time to make sure that your belief structure is sound, that you know what you believe and what is important to you. Because 
if there has been a toxic relationship and it's gone on for a while, there may have been some damage to your core values. There may have been things that in order to keep the peace you went along with, but weren't really you, weren't really your philosophies, your thoughts. They weren't something that you were actually okay with. And that toxicity led up to the breakdown. It may be that, you know, over time you allowed negative behaviors around you that you need to take a different stand on going forward. And you'll only know that after you've had some time for calm, collected recollection and thought synthesis. If you try to rush it, what you'll end up doing is coming to snap decisions. You'll come to emotional decisions instead of in, instead of decisions that are based out of logic or out of uh, core values. And the core values are the important part. You have to look back at, you know, what is important to you? What damaged your trust in that relationship? And how do you go back and fix that going forward? How do you build a relationship with other people that is positive, that is healthy going forward. And it's okay to reach out and get some help. It's okay to reach out to other tribes and see how they do things, see how they've handled things, see what works for them and what doesn't, especially somebody who's been around for a while and has had some experiences that have gone awry and how they have bounced back from it, the things that they've done to protect their tribe. You know, we do a number of things to protect the Enengarth going in, like, um, like with my tribe, we do a, a year of worthing to really get to know a person before we bring them in. But even then, you never really know someone. Not, not like, you never really know what goes on behind closed doors. And in these instances, the closed doors are the mind. You never really know what another person is thinking. And some people can surprise you. Uh, at some point in time, yes, you do step out and you start to rebuild and you take a risk. It is very much a risk, but it is a risk worth taking because Otherwise, you'll end up stagnating. And, and that's provided you want to go forward with tribe and with a group. Some people do that and choose to remain solitary and just focus on hearth cult after that. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you take care of hearth first, you're going to be okay. You can, you know, my, I do focus on tribe. And that is something that is, I, I get a lot from viewers and especially from newbie heathens, the need to be in a group, the need to belong and to establish tribe. People rush it. People rush it way too fast. And they'll be in heathenry for a year or less and suddenly be like, all right, well, I'm joining this tribe. There's these awesome people that I know that are teaching me everything and I'm coming in with them. And Okay, slow down. <laughs> There's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but you need to take the time to make sure that you really are vetting what you're getting into, that you're really vetting the people that you are tying your weird to and making sure that they are people that you want around you. You need to recognize the value and worth in other people, but you also need to learn to recognize the negative toxic elements of people as well and make a judgment that is right for you and yours. You've heard me tell, talk about it before. Judgment is our responsibility. Uh, this is something that differs from the generalized Western thought process, which is, you know, judge not, judge not lest you be judged. That comes from a Judeo-Christian kind of background. And it is overly simplified and people will use it as you know don't judge other people etc etc no that's not exactly what that means in context of the original but that doesn't matter because we're not coming at that's not coming at things from a heathen standpoint anyway 
Judgment is your responsibility because judgment is the tool that you use to gauge the individuals that you are allowing into your inner web. Now, I, tribalism gets a lot of flack because um, modern society has dubbed the term tribal um, in a sociological element as a negative term because it, it it's exclusionary. It, uh, it it a lot of people will try to tie it to racial things, and it's just it's not okay. Um, tribal growth is a normal progression of how humans interact. It's just uh, that that's the the structure that we take naturally. We will put artificial structures on top of that in the form of government and things like that, but left to our own devices, people form tribes. It's what we do. That's how we do our communal element of being human. And when it comes down to connotation versus denotation, uh, people can go different routes with it. But I'm very much a tribal-focused person because, to me, my tribe are those people that are most important to me. That's not to say that I'm saying... Anybody who's not tribe, who's not Inengarth, isn't important and doesn't have any value. No, that's not it at all. It's simply saying that I recognize those individuals that are most important to me. And I place value on their protection and their well-being, and they place value on mine. And together, uh, we brave this world and we try to look out for each other. That's what we do. And that's that's human. <laughs> that's, that's community. Um, so, uh, to get away from all of that, rebuilding takes time, okay? I've said it numerous times leading up to this. I'm saying it again. Judgment is key in this, all right? You have to take the time to get your judgment recalibrated because your judgment has been damaged. When you are in an emotional state after loss of any kind, you are in a damaged state for judgment. You need to take the time to find your center, get your feet back on the ground, and be able to make real judgments, not snap judgments, not emotional judgments, but real judgments that you weigh against values, that you weigh against facts, that you weigh against observation, your own history, and what you can see and observe. Trust your gut, trust your old. Take time to really connect with that and understand that you are the best judge of character for those that are around you. You just have to learn to listen to yourself. You know, there's a Western push to be overly forgiving on some things, and then there's a gut reaction to be unforgiving about things. And the truth is that it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, and that's, you guys know me, I'm very middle of the road on a lot of things, and this is very much that way. Um, extreme on either side leads to toxic. So try to stay away from the extreme, go from the middle, and find a balanced approach. You need to have good judgment. You need to be able to look at the people around you and decide whether or not these people are healthy for you to have around or if they are unhealthy. Tribe should be healthy for you. Tribe should be a positive thing. It should be a thing that you look forward to having these people together and you bring out the best in each other. Is it always possible? No, 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 no. Humans are flawed. Humans have bad days. Humans go through bad periods of their lives. It's not necessarily uh, just a bad day. It may be this person's having a bad year or this person's going through a bad phase in their life where they're dealing with some stuff and they're taking it out on the people that are nearest and dearest to them. 
becomes your judgment at that point in time when you're dealing with those people as to whether or not the toxicity that they're bringing in is something that the tribe can absorb and help them through or if it's too much and it's too damaging and in order to protect the luck of the tribe as a whole it's time to part ways that is a tough judgment to make and a very very heavy judgment to make and i've had to make it before it's not easy uh, and it does weigh on the mind and the soul for a little bit afterwards but trust yourself trust to make the right decision and just make sure that you're not doing things from a gut reaction standpoint okay so back into the whole slow rebuilding slow to build in the first place guys if you don't want tribe to break down take the time to do it right to begin with and it will reduce it will not eliminate but it will reduce the chance of tribal breakdown later on Nothing will completely prevent tribal break, breakdown if it's going to happen, but you've got to take the time going in to make sure that you're weighing appropriately uh, who's around you and what you're dealing with. If you take the time to do it right, then it gives you a better building block going forward, and it's worth it. It's difficult sometimes to say, you know, okay, I'm going to take the time, but it's worth it, all right? So... I'm actually kind of running short on time today, so I'm not going to go too much deeper into this, but that's the big thing. You have to worry about the toxicity. You need to take the time to dilute that toxicity, rebuild your basis, take the time to slow down, heal, and then exercise your judgment going forward. Only you know the speed at which you need to go. And it is okay to mourn the loss of someone, even if it was a negative relationship, because those are your emotions, and they're very much a real part of you. Take the time process it, mourn, and then move on. Don't stagnate in the dark. Don't rush into the light. Find your feet, walk at a good pace, and things will be okay in the long run. It takes time, but it'll be all right. Anyway, that's going to do it for today. So thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed this. Please give a like below, subscribe if you haven't yet, uh, share the things out, and uh, We'll just keep doing. We'll keep trucking along. I wish you all the best, and may your hearth fires burn bright.